So in this, as you are meditating, you are beginning to detach yourself from the attachments in the physical realm. As you meditate and hold your attention here at the seat of the soul, and you're letting go of all those things that you thought were so important, that you laid great value in, and were working diligently to fulfill, to manifest. Now you're reclaiming your essence back to itself here at the seat of the soul at the spiritual eye center and detaching yourself from all of that. This is the soul level of the physical realm right here at the seat of the soul. And as you begin to hold your attention here and wake up here and know yourself to be soul, know yourself to be the essence of loving, you begin to wake up and take the next part of the journey through the astral and journey up to the soul level of the astral realm. Each time you get to the soul level of a particular realm, you begin to let go of all those things that are in that realm beneath it. And you begin to detach yourself in such a way that there's less and less of you involved, less and less of you present in those realms. Until finally you find yourself at the top of the etheric realm, at the soul level, reclaiming everything, 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 and you merge and move on into the soul realm. <laughs> and then to the soul level of the soul realm and into the realms of spirit. And it is though as you have never entered into this ocean of life. You entered into this ocean of life without creating a ripple. And your challenge is, is to leave the ocean of life without creating a ripple, just to leave it. So that you leave it innocent. As you came in, you leave it as innocent and leaving as you came in. <coughs> then the Lord of this creation, or the devil, doesn't know you've left. doesn't have any remembrance of you here because you've claimed everything of yourself back to yourself and taken it all with you. And all those illusionary qualities, all those things that the Lord of this creation attached to you having to do with what you did while you were in the realms of polarity don't exist anymore. They're non-existence and there's no way for the Lord of this creation, to call the soul back down. Does that all make sense? It's an innocent, wonderful journey of completion and fulfillment. And that's what meditation is. That's what it's about. It's not to go in and develop psychic gifts, to get answers, to get solution, to get something into your life physically. It's about you liberating the soul. That's what you're doing. And how do you liberate the soul? Loving God. Just love God. Just focus your attention, your awareness, everything of your beingness in loving. 
And love the divine, love the essence, love the creator of you, and merge back into that creation. That's the only true thing that exists. Loving. Merge back into that. And let the loving bring to you whatever it wants to bring to you in this creation for your fulfillment and for your completion. It's a simple, simple journey. But the challenge is the mind, the emotion, the imagination, the body will try to throw all kinds of things in the way. But you've got to do this. Well, what about that? Now, you promised this. Well, I want to get this. What are, you, what are you giving up on that for? That's important to me. The ego will play its game. The mind will play its game. All these different levels of self at the physical creation will play its game. And all we have to do is keep reminding ourselves of the truth of what it is this journey is about. It's very interesting also that at this time of year, we are celebrating. In many ways, there are celebrations around the planet in different religions, not all based on the birth of Jesus Christ, but in some way there's a celebration that is taking place in many different religions at this time. In Christendom, it's about the celebration of the birth of Jesus. In the Jewish religion, it's Hanukkah, the celebration of light. And right now, in the Islamic tradition, it is the time of the return to go back to Mecca and to make a holy pilgrimage, a journey. What are we doing as a soul? This is a sacred journey. We are on a pilgrimage. But once we are initiated, the direction of the pilgrimage changes. We're no longer going into the world to have experience. Our pilgrimage now has changed direction, and it's to return to the city that is sacred, to that place that is sacred in spirit, if you will. Our journey is to wake up to the inner light, not the outer light now. Not to be drawn and focused and attached to the outer light that has caused us to look down and out and get caught up in this world, but now to look to the inner light and to ever hold our attention there and wake up there and journey more and more into that inner light and let that inner light take us further. And this is the time as an initiate of celebration. Because this is the time that the child of God begins to wake up. This is the time when the child of God is born with initiation and begins to wake up into the truth of knowing who it truly is. And to live that. And to fulfill that. So, 
as you hear Christmas carols being sung about joy to heavens, joy to God, joy for the birth of the Son of God, realize that song is about you. It's about your birth. It's about your awakening. It's about your coming into that fulfillment. And rejoice. And let this be a time of celebration and rejoicing and fulfilling. It's a great reminder. At least once a year we can be reminded of that if we don't remember it every day when we sit down in meditation. At least right now, one month out of 12, we have an opportunity because the world itself out here is also reminding us. If we're not doing it for ourselves through meditation inwardly, the world is even now going to support it outwardly once every 12 months. So let this be a time of celebration. Let this be a time of remembering why you chose initiation, why you chose to receive that sacred name of God inside that brought about the birth and the awakening of the Christ child inside. Let this be a time of remembrance of the sacred light and of where it burns in the temple inside, here at the seat of the soul, and to ever hold our gaze upon that light, that flame that dwells within. And remember that we are on a pilgrimage, and that pilgrimage began when God first separated the essence of our soul out of that divine oneness, that is spirit and set us out on a quest, a pilgrimage. Now go, journey, go into my creation and experience it and come back and tell me all about it. Have fun. And you're not going to have fun a lot of times because of what you do to yourself with it, but have fun with it anyway. And remember where you came from and return someday. Come on back. And if you truly forget, I'll remind you, and I'll call you back. The pilgrimage didn't begin when you were initiated. The pilgrimage began when God created your soul. But the direction has changed. From the outer focus to the outer light to the inner focus of the inner light. From the outer focus of the sacred city in Mecca to the inner focus of that sacred place where your soul was created and beyond, from which it came, in the realms of spirit. Look, find all these outer symbols and realize that they mean something more than you might have given value to them. And begin to honor and hold sacred and let them all be reminders We have the 12 days of Christmas. Each one of those days celebrate one of the apostles. And each one of those days celebrate 
a particular aspect of God that dwells within us as soul that we can experience in this physical creation. And there are four more aspects that exist beyond the etheric realm in the realm of soul that can't even be experienced here. So we have to get there to experience those four aspects. But 12 we can experience here. And then the 13th awakens us into those next qualities, those next aspects of God that dwell within us, that bring us to the fulfillment of ourselves. But we have to get to the soul realm to fulfill it, to experience it. So we have the 12 days of Christmas that celebrate the 12 apostles, the 12, that celebrate the 12 aspects of God that dwell within us that we can experience here in the physical. Then we have the eight flames of Hanukkah, the lighting of the eight candles in celebration of the flame that continued to burn within the temple for eight days, even though there was only oil enough for one day of burning. Those eight flames celebrate the different qualities within us in our journey that we are to begin to remember about ourselves as we begin to wake up to the truth of who we are as soul. And it begins with loving, the truth of what the flame truly is, loving, that essence. And that's the flame that burns eternal within us, that is us. And it's for us to begin to wake up into that and then to realize the other qualities that are also in that, the other seven qualities of the other seven flames of the celebration of Hanukkah. So begin to look and see that the outer is a good reflection of the inner journey. If we'll just take time to look at it and find, well, what does this mean? What is this about? I can remember sitting at a Baptist church and being told that we really weren't supposed to be singing Christmas carols because singing leads to a certain aspect of involvement in the world that attracts the soul into other things that can mislead the soul from its journey to God. But the Baptist minister said, I know you're going to go out there and I know you're going to sing Christmas carols at parties and you're going to sing Christmas carols at different places and that's okay, but do it in remembrance of what it is all about. Remember that this is a celebration of Jesus' birth. And keep bringing it back to that, and then it'll be okay. You won't get caught up in sin, in singing. And I thought that was kind of an interesting statement. And then, the next Sunday, I went to a Methodist church. Well, boy, they were singing all kinds of Christmas carols. And I thought, boy, if this... 
Baptist minister walked into this church, what would he think? What would he do? Would he sit there and listen? Would he stand up and join in? Would he leave? And while I was thinking that, all of a sudden, a part of me began to rejoice because they were singing songs of rejoicing. They were singing about the angels rejoicing, about the wise men coming and bringing gifts. And all of a sudden I realized that that part of me that was really rejoicing inside with them singing in this way was that part of me that is the Christ child, that I am, that son of God, that child of God. And it was rejoicing because they were rejoicing in my awakening, in my birth, in my coming into its own. And as I looked around, I realized it was a song for every one of us. It was about every one of us. And that one day all of us will realize our birth. All of us will realize our truth. All of us will rejoice in the knowing of that. And I was just very blessed in that moment to be able to rejoice for myself and for others. It's very easy sometimes to get caught up in shopping lists for food, shopping lists for gifts, obligations to fulfill with family and friends, things to go do in the world, and lose sight of what it really is all about. Do something, find something that can serve to remind you in some way. You know, if you come to my house, and a lot of you have, I really decorate for Christmas. I kind of overdo in a way. But I do it because it's a great celebration for me. It's my reminder of the truth of who I am and my fulfillment. And every year, I buy something new to add to my, whatever you would call it, inventory of Christmas celebration. I buy one more item every year because it's another celebration. This year I'm celebrating. <coughs> and I can walk around and I can tell you a lot of, I bought this this time, I bought this there, I bought this here, because they were important to me. Every time I bought it, it was important to me because I was buying a reminder to myself. And I can look around and go, gosh, I've reminded myself a lot of who I am as a Christ child, as a child of God. And I walk through the house and I can be reminded, yep, I'm a child of God, 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 because I have all my reminders just surrounding me there. Do that. Do that. When I give gifts, I give it as a remembering of who you are as a Christ child. I don't say, now here, here's a gift for you. Now put it somewhere where you can see it so you'll always be reminded you're a Christ child. No, but I put that into the gift. It's there. 
And then what it does with you is what it does with you. And you can do that too. You who are initiated, you who are meditating, you who are waking up and becoming aware of who you are as a child of God, you can do that too for others. You can be a reminder and you can give reminders, consciously or unconsciously, to people. Do you give gifts because you have to or do you give gifts because you want to? Do you give gifts out of obligation or do you give gifts because of the loving? the sharing, the joy. Connect into the joy. Connect into the loving. And remember, it's not about the size of the gift, it's about the giving. It's about the giving and the receiving. And it's not about you getting something back from them in the sense of a gift. It's about you receiving from them the loving, the appreciation, the surprise, whatever it might be. Your soul is a giver. Your soul is a receiver. God created the soul for one purpose. One purpose. God is loving. Loving is action. It is God in action. God had to then create something outside of God, if you will, that God could put that loving into action with. So it created soul so that God could love that essence of soul that it had created. That it also might love God and begin the process of the giving and the receiving, putting that movement, that action of loving, into its fulfillment. <clears throat> and that's what soul is about. It is the true beginner of the giving and receiving. And it is the true fulfillment in the same way. As we give and receive, we are fulfilling what God gave us to do to be the giver, to be the receiver. So don't hold back. Don't be shy. Share your laugh. Share your smile. Share the twinkle in your eye. Share your loving. Share your joy. Be giving in that way. And then look and receive it as well. And when you see somebody who isn't able to give, let it be okay and just give. And give with a blessing that they too might find that within themselves to be able to begin to share, to give as they have received. So I love this time of year. Because at least for 12, for, for the, this period of time, this one month out of 12, we have a reminder. People are decorating, people are putting up. There's all these reminders. I drive down Congress and there's the lights. All the decoration. 
I go to the mall, and my goodness, they've got decorations up long before the beginning of the 12th month to start reminding me. And I just look at them as, hey, thank you. You're reminding me of the truth of who I am. I appreciate that. And it just brings a lot of joy to me. That's why I like doing the Christmas party. That's why we enjoy doing it together. That's why we decorate the house the way we do. Doesn't mean you have to decorate the same way. But do something. Do something to remind yourself. Get an advent calendar and every day just open up window and let that be a reminder that today I'm remembering who I am as a Christ child in this season, in this month. Just open a window and read what's there. See what's there. And then open this window in your meditation and read what's there and see what's there. Your truth, your loving, your presence, your essence, that's what's there at the seat of the soul. That's what's there in that window that's wanting to be opened. And that's what meditation is, is opening that window that you now can fly out of this physical embodiment and into the truth of who you are as soul and let the soul return home from which it came. Even while you're in the body, the soul can journey and have experience and come back here and continue its journey here to its fulfillment, to its completion. And that leads to a life of joy. Yeah, you still have to pay your bills. Still you have to put up with family and friends. Still you have to deal with the gasoline prices going up and down and all over the place. And yeah, you still have to buy gasoline for your car because they just haven't come out with anything better. <coughs> but you do it with a different attitude. You do it with a different approach. You do it out of the loving, in the loving, with the loving, for the loving. And that leads to the fulfillment and the completion of this journey. And the wonderful thing is, and I know this to be true, just as in that very first moment, and it was the very first moment, because before that you were out of time, you were not in a time frame, you were in the timelessness of all creation, but there was a very first moment when that big toe touched the etheric realm for the first time, and moment began for you. And the journey began in this physical world, in this ocean of life. There will be a time when the moments will stop. You will take your last breath and the moments will stop. And you will just soar out of this creation and not come back. Because it can't hold you here and it cannot draw you back down here because you've dissolved everything, everything, everything that has held you here. You've dissolved it out of loving. You've let go and given it all to God. Give it up, give it up. God, this is yours too. I don't know what to do with it. Here, you take it. This is my gift to you. And God will just take it and transform it into loving that will support you in your journey home. 
so that when you take that last breath, you just break free of time. There's no more moment to live and you just soar out of here and do not return. And you just continue the journey back into oneness. Back into the fulfillment and completion of what God gave you to do in the very moment he then, when he separated your soul out of the fulfillment of oneness, so shall you now return. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and have a great Hajj. And if you don't celebrate any of those, just have a good time and a good life. And you're the one who makes it because you're the creator of it. Okay. That's the rest of the story. <laughs> well,